0: Now hear the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. Glory Glory to to you, Lord Lord Christ. Christ. Now, when the wise men had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And he rose and took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there, and being warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee. And he went and lived in a city called Nazareth, so that what was spoken by the prophets might be fulfilled, that he would be called a Nazarene. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. One of the great gifts of the Christmas season is the invitation to recognize and see Emmanuel, God with us, a second closely related gift is that because of the Incarnation, because of God taking on human flesh and dwelling among us, God also takes on our story and invites us into his great story. Today, we celebrate the second Sunday of Christmas, the Sunday in between, the Sunday in between Holy Innocence and Epiphany. And so as we look back to Holy Innocence, which the church celebrated last Monday, and look ahead to our celebration of Epiphany this coming Wednesday, I invite you to look and see how God is with us and how he is inviting us into his story. I invite you to see our temporal events unfolding in the eternal light of the great story with God ever at our side. So, as we hear Matthew's account of the time immediately following the birth of Jesus, We begin with the story of exile and redemption. Then we hear the story of a journey of trust. And finally, the story of salvation and promise in a new land. These are familiar stories rooted in the Torah, stories relived in first century Judea and in Egypt, and stories we still live today as we journey with God. Let's begin with the story of exile and redemption. As we look at how Matthew tells this story, we see that the story of Herod is set within the story of Pharaoh. A frightened and insecure leader orders the death of the children of Israel. We see the story of Jesus set within the story of Moses, the child who would save the people rescued from certain death. And as we read about the slaughter of innocents in Bethlehem, Even in tragedy, Matthew finds hope and a place in the great story, a way in which God is redeeming and rewriting the narrative of the present, a way in which God is with us, Emmanuel, even in the darkest times. I wonder, as we look back at the story written this year, a story that is not without a degree of darkness, tragedy, and disappointment. How have you noticed the presence of God with you? Looking back, how do you see now in hindsight how God was holding you even in those times that you felt abandoned? How might we tell our story of this year in the light of the great story of God? We continue with the story of a journey of trust. As Joseph, warned by an angel, takes Mary and Jesus and flees to Egypt. Again, there are echoes of the stories of the patriarchs. As Abraham obeys the voice of God and goes to the land that I will show you. As Jacob flees Esau to live with Laban. As Joseph is sold into slavery in Egypt by his brothers an act they intended for evil, but God meant for good to save many people. We can even look ahead in Matthew's gospel and hear Jesus inviting his disciples, come, follow me. I wonder, as we look ahead to the coming year, how might God be inviting us to step out in faith on a journey of trust? Finally, We hear the story of salvation and promise in a new land, the promise to Abraham and Isaac and Joseph, the promise that inspired Moses and Joshua, the promise we find in the prophecies of Isaiah and Jeremiah to a people in exile, the promise we still see as we look forward to Epiphany, the celebration of the light shining around us, the celebration of the revelation of God to man. Matthew tells of wise men from the East, non-Jews, outsiders to the story, and yet still created in the image of God. Holders of a wisdom that knew God even if they did not know his name, contrasted with those who knew his name and yet failed to know God as he walked among them. These wise men from the East are led by a sign from God to celebrate the birth of a great king To celebrate the birth of the son of god to celebrate the arrival of the kingdom of god they are invited and accept the invitation to experience salvation wholeness and become a part of the great story the great story that begins in the garden a story that begins in community and communion with god a story that begins in shalom a shalom that is broken by rebellion and deceit, a rebellion and deceit that shatters community. From this brokenness, God gathers to himself a people to which he will make himself known, a people that he will establish to live in shalom and demonstrate the life of shalom to others, a people that ultimately chooses the chaos of the nations over the shalom of God. People sent into exile and redeemed into the land. A people gathered and dispersed and gathered once more. And from this people comes the Christ to establish a kingdom of shalom. A kingdom once again in community and in communion with God. A kingdom that is now and not yet. And the end of this story is the happily ever after of the new heavens and the new earth, the fullness of the kingdom of God, a kingdom in which the dwelling place of God is with man. And he will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for all these former things will have passed away. So, on this in-between Sunday. The Sunday in-between the celebration of holy innocence, the slaughter of children in Bethlehem, and the celebration of Epiphany. Let us remember the weeping in Bethlehem, the weeping that is still in the world, the weeping in places far away, and the weeping even in our own hearts. And at the same time, as we look ahead with great anticipation to the revelation of God to man, that great and glorious day when Christ will come again and bring us into the fullness of the kingdom. May we even in this time know that God is with us. For God is with us as we weep, and God is with us as we rejoice. God is with us as much in lament as in praise. And on this Sunday, let us also remember that we are part of the great story. We can find ourselves in the story of creation, in the stories of Israel. We find ourselves in the stories of the apostles and the church, the stories of exile and redemption, the stories of journeys of trust, the stories of salvation and promise. We can also find ourselves as we hear God at work in the stories that we share with one another. I wonder, who might find encouragement in the way that you see God with you as you find yourself in the great story? And finally, let us remember that the great story is a story of hope and redemption, of community and communion with God It is a story of love. And it is in this love that we come to this table to find ourselves as partakers of shalom in the kingdom of God. We come to the now and not yet space in which God makes his dwelling among his people even today, a space of community and communion, a space where God can comfort us even in our doubt and disappointment despair a space where we encounter the love that gives everything for us that we may truly know what it means to live and it is in this love that we go into the world with our own stories of exile and redemption our own stories of our journey of trust our own stories of salvation and promise Our stories of life lived with the God who is truly with us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.